Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! The Gorgeous Brothers of Wrestling! No, How you are to, you, Matt? You have to go wrestling! Wrestling! <laughs> I've been practicing that all morning so that I could put it in the show. The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling! We probably should have done a review of that show. I don't know why we're not doing a review of that show. I don't know. It's better than anything we've been watching uh, for the last 30 years of our lives. Yeah, uh, it's easily the best <laughs> wrestling show on TV. Yeah, you, you think Ring of Honor is good. You should yeah. check out Glow on Netflix. <laughs> if you give... You, you think that IWGP title only to lick a shit to us? No way! <laughs> Give me that glow crown. Give me that tiara. Yeah. <laughs> For the court. <laughs> I just choked on my own spit. Um, oh, yeah, wow. maybe that's the sign we're supposed to move on. Mike, I fucked up and and got well. Not that I got married, but I we were not prepared for three I weeks. I fucked up and got married. Married. Huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> went on my honeymoon. Uh, I wrote. I wrote three articles, and then I was like, you know what? I like having fun. And I kept having fun, and now it took me three weeks to do anything on our website. Uh, it's been three weeks, I think maybe four, three weeks, right? Since we posted it's, our Money in the Bank preview. Uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, a lot's changed. Um, not on WWE, per se, but a lot's changed in NXT. Uh, <laughs> WWE, we haven't missed a thing. Um, yeah, so that's I true. Your honeymoon like, came at the perfect time here. We um, WWE pretty much just snailed along. Um, even like their biggest feuds seem to be waiting till SummerSlam. Um, yes. and we're still not going to get a Universal Title match. So that's you know, well, we didn't miss anything. Same old. In the same old, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, uh, you know, uh, main event title on on Raw. Uh, it's not even there. So, uh, let's, let's jump into NXT first. And, and Mike, over these last three weeks, um, I'd argue, uh, I, I don't need to win this argument, but there, there are at least five match of the year candidates. If you could make, <laughs> if you could make, like, a list of, like, 30, I, I think these five matches are gonna be on I, there. I would say in the last five weeks of NXT, I've seen, what, five... Like I see, I see your show notes, okay? Yeah. And I would say these aren't just match of the year; these are matches that I would actually go back and rewatch forever. Like <laughs> some of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and one of them's just on. Uh, I don't want to say a throwaway show, uh, but we'll call it the the free show. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, a main event on a, a Wednesday night. 
<laughs> for you know just yeah. the network subscribers, which means there's probably less than a hundred thousand people actually watching this live. Yep. And it's a three versus three main event. Ricochet yeah, is just I'm... like fuck it. I'm I'm in. I'm all in on this match. <laughs> easy, easy. Um, and, and he teams up with uh, for some I don't know Yo. reason. Teams up with uh, Oni and Birch. So why not? We get to see the undisputed era fight uh, their their British rivals, and and Ricochet's like, all right, let's do this. Not, yeah, and it turns into one hell of a match. It's, I mean, it was just. Right from the get-go, even Ricochet's entrance into this match where he's doing his little flippy-doos. It was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, he... I don't know how he's not part of the Avengers. Like, he is an incredible <laughs> athlete. Um, he's at least as qualified as Hawkeye um, and Black Widow. Um, yeah. He could... You but, could get... Uh, he could be replacing Ant-Man. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that that match happened, and I it's that, I believe that night I texted you because you were still honeymooning, and I said, Matt, you're one of the best matches you're ever gonna see. Uh, it was about 12 to 15 minutes, um, and it happened on a Wednesday episode of NXT. Ho hum. Yeah, and that I mean that's part of the greatness too. Like that is all right. You guys go out there, you've got 15 minutes, and we'll you know, and we'll see you in 15 minutes. Like that. It's a little different from, you know, you go out and you've got your NXT takeovers and these guys just, you know, got, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying this gives you an advantage, uh, but you know, when you, when you, when you go out there and they're just, you know, let's each tear down this house, we're all going to see yeah. how long we can go and we have all night. Um, but then when you have the assignment of, all right, you got a 15 minute match to end this episode of NXT. And they still find a way to absolutely kill it like that. It's just... I mean, those... All six of those guys, I, I think, immediately could be put in the main event picture uh, for their, you know, respect... You know, for the tag teams, it's put them in the main event or, or put them in the tag title matches. Put Adam Cole in the main event on the WWE roster. Put Ricochet in there. I, I think I think they'd still be fine. I think you could just easily whoop, put them right in there. They'd be doing great. Yeah, you know what? You know what's really um, like that match, and then the um, the actual tag team title match at Takeover. Yeah, um, Lorcan and Birch versus um, Kyle and uh, your favorite wrestler of all time, Roderick Strong. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I've definitely come around on Roddy Strong. Like I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if there's an Instagram post he's he's put up in the last month that I haven't giggled and wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say that you know, like uh, we definitely got saturated with Strong. Right? He was all yeah. over the place. He was uh, 205 Live. He was battling every single superstar on, on the NXT roster. Um, he had some cameos on the main roster. Um, and, you know, we all know what to expect from Adam Cole. I feel like the guy who's really just at least opened my eyes is Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> not just his uh, NWO-like strumming of the cha championship like a guitar. Um but his his whole like wrestling style, um, yeah, it's so cool. Where he, he implements all those amateur moves, he implements like a lot of you know these octopus like spider like um, submission moves, and then being a, a you know not the not the largest stature, he he takes this um, 
professionally it works and it's something that you learn when you're like a you know six-year-old kid when you just lie on your back and kick um (laughs) he's been using that to tremendous success and i feel like if i was a fighter that's what i would do if lesnar was coming at me i'd lay on my back and just try to kick him in the face Um, but there's like a, a real method to the madness you know he's He's laying down there. You you can't get him. He's like a little a little a little toddler. You can't catch him. You know. Yeah, I feel like um, if, uh, if 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 part of his repertoire was to uh, do the uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, like flip on on his on his back, kind of not not the flip on your back, but you know what I'm talking about. That weird spider move that he does. Like, yeah. I feel like Kyle O'Reilly could actually like fly around the ring like that. Like that's how nimble and flexible he is. Like he. He'd do the Bray Wyatt move, but then he'd come running at you, and you'd be like, "Ah, shit!" <laughs> like he could probably crawl in and out of the ring doing that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. If he was coming at me, I wouldn't know what to protect. Like my gut, my my face, my legs, my my genitals. I don't know what to do. There's no there's no defending that move. Genitals first, all the time. Genitals, yeah. genitals first. Break right. my face. <laughs> um. Yeah, those guys have been doing great. Uh, we also got a quick little cameo because we got a boo-boo from uh, the tag team of, of Birch and Lorkin. Kind of a bummer. Um, so we're not going to be able to see them feud for a bit. Um, but yeah, next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Adam Cole is going to defend his title. He uh, he definitely gave uh, uh, Undersold the, the, the uh, credibility of his opponent there. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's I'm I'm okay with that. That's, that's I like Adam. it. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same as like, I mean, I know I'm uh, we're I'm breaking the order here, but it's not the same as like every week Roman Reigns is just like ah, you guys all fucking suck. I'm gonna be the one who's taking the title from Brock. It's like, well, we know, but come on, you're Don't the remind face. Us. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> We act, we're gonna have to sit through your fucking match with Bobby Lashley. So if you could not tell us how useless he is, which we know, but don't remind us. Um, Roman is actually—he doesn't have a great promo, but he really looks like a, a real like savant uh, linguist uh, standing next to Bob Lashley. Holy crap! <laughs> hey Bob. <laughs> hey Bob. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get away from NXT. Right, right, uh, right. Don't let Roman ruin NXT. But yeah, but I mean, that's where we're going, though, is Adam Cole, I, I just love him taking a dump all over Danny Burch. <laughs> that's great. I know. I like that angle, too, because it's going to be some real, like, um, you know, ferocity between those two when they actually, you know, do hook up in that yeah. match. Adam Cole kind of taunting him and Burch, you know, being one of the uh, tougher, you know, British strong style wrestlers. We're gonna be seeing some pretty, you know, uh, painful knife edge chops. Um, not unlike what we uh, saw this week in the taping. Um, I know we're kind of jumping away from the five matches of the year candidates that we saw here in, in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, but because we're gonna we're gonna touch on Gargano uh, versus Ciampa. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, Gargano Ciampa. That's three, right? Uh, yeah. NXT Takeover Chicago. So. Uh, that match, uh, I loved it because, because Ciampa won, and I, I give it extra points because of that, because I think that's better storytelling, but then you go into what Gargano did this past week, and I think that's what you wanted to do, right, against EC3? Yeah, yeah, um, like, (laughs) we, I think there's, there's, 
at least it's the issue when you watch Monday Night Raw and SmackDown that there's a like a, a match recipe. Yeah. Um, there's a couple guys who can you know kind of uh, deviate away from that. You know, like AJ Styles will throw in some new move we've never seen before. Um, how's he like 40 years old and still like creating wrestling moves? I don't know, but um, he's a genius. Not the case with uh, our good friend Mr. Gargano. Um, well, not not my friend. I mean, he didn't say hi to me when I saw him in Florida, or at least the guy who looked a lot like him. Um, oh but I think all all Gargano lookalikes <laughs> should be friendly. I mean, I, I said, "Hey, John," and he just no sold it and walked away into the rain. I mind you. Yeah, with um, with great facial structure comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> you rather walk into a monsoon than say hi to the brothers of discussion. <laughs> Good old six foot five Johnny Gargano. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Um, what what did Gargano do this week? No, he had a he had a turnaround. I mean, um, as far as like that that move set recipe, um, you know, he he wasn't having success against EC three. Yeah. Um, so he actually turned vicious. Uh, he he I wouldn't say he was quite heelish, but he he definitely showed another side of himself. Um. He definitely evolved in the ring, and he made a choice that it looks like, you know, at least I think Morrow was alluding to it a little bit um, as far as a, a transformation, as far as, you know, not just trying to be a, a wrestling wrestler. Like, he looked like he was just trying to go all out and be a fighter and, you know, somebody violent. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, and it, the it, tough part is he actually... <sighs> he might have to get away from that, the, the you know, quote-unquote wrestling shtick because it hasn't been doing him any favors he might actually have to start you know fighting and being more aggressive um and at least you know it it he came up short against champa but you know he took down a pretty formidable opponent ec3 um so this definitely looks like the next step in the gargano character yeah, and I, 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 we talked about it before we recorded uh here i i just thought to myself you know what we haven't seen a lot of ec3 this felt like all right Johnny, you know, Johnny lost to Ciampa. Let's just have him be a little distraught. EC3 gets the victory, and he could start his build to whatever his next title match is. That's yeah. just, it was just, yeah, that makes sense. And then, uh, you know, I wrote about it this week, and we haven't mentioned the website yet on uh, bodpodcast.com. That's your hub for everything Brothers of Discussion. That's bodpodcast.com. Uh, I wrote about it this week, and I was like, how, how dumb was, am I to think that? Because they already told that story. Johnny has already been as low as possible. He went on like a, a month-long losing streak or two months yep. long. Yep, yep. Lost every match. And it's like, we did that. Johnny, like, that is not a story we, we want to go through again. This this should be, uh, and they're proving it, this should be, you know, Johnny realizing that too and going in a different direction. And I, I just... I, I'm so excited for what this could mean because I think we're getting a two-year-long feud between Gargano and Ciampa. Because, uh, Mike, I don't know about you. I wrote about this as well. Um, I I don't hate Aleister Black. And when I say what I'm about to say, no, oh, there's no boy. hate involved. Uh, oh, boy. I have not cared about the NXT title since Aleister Black got involved with it. I haven't liked the matches as much. I, I don't think they've been as great as every other match on the NXT TakeOver cards, the main event. Uh, his promos are big snore fest. But 
Ciampa getting that title? Holy shit. But what that ultimately means... Uh, and, I, and I think, you know, part of the thing I'm saying about Aleister Black is, is that he's definitely losing this title to Ciampa at some point. But yeah. the, the, big, the big sell with Ciampa winning that title is that the end of this Gargano-Ciampa feud, or at least what may take it onto the main roster, is going to be an NXT title match. And... Holy shit balls! Is that gonna be? That's gonna be some electricity. Yeah, uh, like you, you, you remember? Uh, you know, we talked a year ago. Uh, I guess like a year and a couple months ago, um, you and I argued about the Brock Lesnar Goldberg match, and you were like, "Yeah, you, you gotta have the title though because it just adds it's WrestleMania, and yeah. just adds so much more juice." We know after three matches that Gargano and Ciampa do not need a title to have a good match. But holy no. shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, uh, we were talking about those Match of the Year candidates and, um... Yeah. Velveteen and Ricochet. You know, they kind of, they kind of mimed, um, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Uh-huh. It's, you know, as far as, you know, looking either way before they actually did battle and, you know, Velveteen, you know, uh, not, not being remotely subtle about it, coming out in the big, you know, you know yellow and red and right. big boa. Yeah. This, this wouldn't need to do any, like miming um i think that this would absolutely be an electric atmosphere and it, it would main event whatever you know wrestlemania i i think that would be just i the crowd the, it's just a perfect face and heel like a real you know feud rivalry hatred um my god i, I don't even know what to compare it to like i i thought we were kind of hitting the at least in the recent past, I thought we were kind of hitting that that peak with like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know, if they're gonna do this forever, this yeah, this is just so much more vicious. Um, well, Chomp. I mean, I, I think Champa. And uh, as I was doing research for the show, uh, you go around the the wrestling wire, and um, I mean, he. Everybody says this. This is probably one of the greatest heel performances of all time. I mean, to the point where you can't even... Like, he comes out and, and, and damn it all, if they saved the, the no music for the, <laughs> the most perfect time, yeah. where that's your entrance. Um, but, man, you hate that guy. And he does it so well. Like, I, I mean, the fans don't even cheer him. And that's so rare to have in such a great heel performance. I, yeah, I mean, I love uh, I love Kevin and Sammy, and you know, you do, and we all do. Yeah, um, but then, but then they have those notes Kevin. of, yeah, you 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 root for Kevin in a Chris Jericho kind of way. Uh huh. Um, I don't know the other the other characters get booed most of most of it's sarcastic, um, or you're just kind of disappointed that this person's in that position. This this, I don't even know who to compare this to. Like a, a real a real heel that you just boo because he's a vile, just slimy rat. It at least I, I'm I'm really trying to stretch here and see who else you could really compare it to. Yeah. Um. Jeez. I don't know. Um. Especially in like the modern era of wrestling, where you know we're all we're all smarks. You know, we all cheer for the bad guys and boo the good guys. You know, because they're squeaky clean. 
I don't think I I, I honestly can't remember a, a relationship like this between heel and face. Um, that it was so effectively written that you react exactly like how you're supposed to. Yeah, like, like it's like a, it's almost like a classic, you know, wrestling um, relationship. Yeah, no, like, I mean, you're you're talking about feuds before we were even alive, um, but you, you think about the more recent like tag team breakups, like Seth Rollins smashes the shield with a chair and you know to he becomes a heel but nothing has been better for his character he's he's now like since then he's become one of the the greatest uh wwe performers i i think we've we've ever i mean like to think about he didn't come in with like the same uh pomp and circumstance of a guy like aj styles where he comes in at the royal rumble and they're saying, as he's walking to the ring, this is the biggest free agent signing in pro wrestling history. No. Yeah. Seth Rollins comes in, even though, you know, he, he still came from uh, Ring of Honor, but he, he's just, he, the fact is, he wasn't as well known. And he's built his character now to where he's so great, he can turn the Intercontinental Championship into the most important title in wrestling right now. But that's, you know... that. Uh, that, that's that's going off in a completely different direction uh but that that's just to say how difficult it is to have like a dominant heel performance and to have such a such a great slimy performance and not have it turn into just pure appreciation from if you want to say like the the, the snarky wrestling fans uh, you know, where you start to cheer for Kevin Owens, you start to cheer for Seth Rollins because their performance is just so great. Yeah. Uh, even to that end, like, that's that's how great this has been written, that we love this performance, but still, I, I'd still say it's, like, 90-10. Well, like... Everybody's you know, you cheering for you Johnny. You said that, you know, you're not that uh, jazzed about the uh what year is it i just said jazz you're not that jazzed about uh <laughs> alistair black as the champion yeah but it's you know if you're comparing it to champa he has the perfect dance partner like there's there's so many layers to you know their 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 uh, trials and tribulations as a tag team and then finally just that breaking point and then all the matches and throwing a wedding ring into the crowd and you know having uh poor candace being attacked and then just you know, blood and pinfalls and submissions and you know so many so many wrinkles in the story. But Alistair, I don't think it's any fault of his that you know his reign hasn't been super exciting. I don't I don't think he's had a, a really um I don't think he's really had a fitting dance partner. You know that makes you want to really get um, invested in the feud. Um, yeah, and I, I like I said I I, I never thought that was. Uh, I wasn't discrediting Alistair. Yeah, and it's not a slight against him that but he's it, boring or it was, anything. I, it was more or less that it felt like everything Alistair had been doing to get the title and now running with it just felt like it was just moving, you know. But eventually, Ciampa's taking this title. Like, that was the idea months ago. So, Alistair holding it, he's he's basically a placeholder to the writers of NXT. And that, that's just where my thought process went to. Uh, two weeks ago, watching uh, yeah, Champa's feud start. Well, he's in a tough spot. Um, 
Because, I mean, a lot of these titles now, they, they are worn for a long time, right? Yeah. Lesnar, um, Lesnar. Uh, you know, AJ's had his for a while. Um, <laughs> Lesnar. Jesus. I know. Um, you know, in Almas, he got to do quite a quite a few defenses and against Gargano. Um, you know, before that, like the like the Balors, the um, Nakamura's. Uh, right, right now, I apologize. Uh, Shayna Baszler's had hers for a long time. Um, so part of the problem with um, Black is not just that he hasn't had a great dance partner, but right now you're you're kind of in this mentality like, well, you know, based on how they've been setting up the program, he's his first couple defenses, you know, he's he's got no chance of losing because they they want to establish, you know, longevity. Yeah. Um, you know, they're trying to emulate what's um, you know, been created in Japan, where sometimes these guys hold titles, you know, you know, six months, nine months, 12, you know, year two, year three, and then it's, you know, a, a big culmination battle where they, they finally lose it out. Um, so Alistair doesn't have a dance partner. Um, I mean, he's he's in a spot where we, we don't believe that he's going to lose in his first title defense. Um, you know, it's not going to happen until, you know, a takeover or two later, I'd say. Um... You know, Champa, Champa, notwithstanding, uh, I, I, I would fall out of my chair if I think they didn't. They schedule it for three weeks. Um, Champa and Black going at it. Yeah. Yeah, Black's not. He's not really in a, a great position right now. Um. Because, uh, you know, Champa's had to focus on Gargano. He's your biggest heel. Um. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. Um. I don't know what they're gonna do with Black until then. Like I, I feel like his best, one of my favorite matches was just him and Velveteen Dream with nothing on the line except uh, respect, um, and saying the name. Um, yeah. I mean, part of that, you know, obviously Velveteen gets credit for all his charisma getting that together, but it wouldn't work if we didn't believe, you know, Black is the you know strong silent type. So again, that that worked so well because of the like the the dance partner. That's that's what, they're really good foils for each other. Um, I'm really glad that there was a week or so ago when Maro you know referenced what a what a rivalry Velveteen Dream had and um, with Black, and now he's building one with Ricochet. Um, it's 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 about it's about that um, you know Batman and the Joker. Um, yeah, Black's Black's kind of in purgatory right now, waiting for that that Champa match to happen, uh, waiting for Champa to, I don't know, sneak up on him in some way and I don't know, put a bag over his head and then start hitting him with a bag of hammers. Yeah. I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna do something evil. What? Well, that's, uh, that's like uh, like in the old like when we were kids and we would watch like the Justice League TV shows and yeah. eventually like Green Lantern would be the hero. Uh, but then you wouldn't go to the next episode, and you'd see a Green Lantern bad guy. You'd see Green Lantern fighting the Joker, because Joker's the best bad guy. So that's right. that's like, all right, well, you can borrow Champa uh, to make your storylines interesting again. <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. Alistair Black is Green Lantern, um, and I said it. I just basically shit all over Alistair Black by calling him Green Lantern. <laughs> I love his shtick. I love the uh, the Hannibal Lecter entrance. I love that he like wrote he, he wrote his song. Suit? 
I, I'm not a huge fan of the Aladdin vest. Yeah. I wish that would go away. I, oh. Um, that's definitely weird for me. Like, I I don't understand where they're going with that, because I, I, I always go back to thinking of Daniel Bryan and Stone Cold when, you know, hey, you're just a, you know, you're either a woodsman like Daniel Bryan or you're a Texas hunter like Stone Cold. So we're going to... We're gonna cool you down with a with a nice Italian custom suit, and uh, I, I don't know. Alistair's like nobody told him to do it. It's just now his character's choosing to come out looking all sexy like now that he's the champ, and it, it's it's a weird choice. And I know I'm getting far off topic. I I don't I don't think it makes any sense. Well, I mean, what are the options? I can't picture him like uh, promoting another T-shirt. You know what I mean? That's like Undertaker coming out in a t-shirt. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. It just maybe, feels I like think, he's think, like, well, I'm the champ, so I gotta, I'm gonna dress all snappy-like. <laughs> I think he just needs to hang out with like, uh, like John Ralphio from Parks and Rec to get a get a new look together. You know? Yeah. Um, go shopping with Tom Haverford. Um, I, I'm not feeling the best, but. I, He's, I, I get the idea, you know, he's not going to be, you know, selling merch. He's, he's an Undertaker type character where he's, you know, uh, trying to live it. Um, yeah, he's still, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I just, uh, I still, it's, never it's still, uh, <laughs> he wrote that shit. Did you know that? Uh, I think he told me that before. Well, I'm going to tell you again. He wrote that song. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I well, then he should be out going that, out and did a damn t-shirt. Do you think Chapo wrote his song, too? Yeah, of course. Him and what Candace. do you got for us? Um, what about Silence? Really? Uh, I hope Gargano didn't write his song. Good God. I, <laughs> I, he, I, also, <laughs> I really hope he didn't record his song. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mike, I think uh, you want to talk about Dozovich. Uh, well, uh, all the wrestling fans are just like—they've been waiting for this conversation. You know, you know every, when every you turn week. on your phone and you say like, you know, I really need a new razor blade, and then all of a sudden you have all these ads for razor blades, whatever website you visit, right? Yeah. So all I do is talk about Dozovich, and we're coming, yeah, we're coming, and then big juicy steaks, yeah. And then, you know, Tucker Knight, I, I feel like Tucker Knight's kind of holding it back. He's not as charismatic. And then, lo and behold, what happens the next week on NXT, huh? Well, Dozovich had to completely rework his catchphrase. Instead of, we're coming, he had to say, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got to come out and uh, he, he got slaughtered in a handicap match. He, um... I mean, he still got to do the caterpillar, um, which is a vast improvement on the worm. I feel, um, <laughs> but I swear to God, it feels like WWE is blatantly remarketing just to me. I got to see Velveteen Dream in singles competition. I got to see Gargano in EC3. Um, I got to see um, the undisputed era's promo. Would, exactly. Um, and then what should have probably been the main event was Dozovich in that handicap yeah, getting match. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 see him get slaughtered in a handicap match. 
<laughs> Alright, get out there. We're trying to ruin this show. Now come in. Um, was I the only one that was disappointed when he was taking us? <laughs> his little promo where Tucker gets hurt and he's got his phone and he's going to take us on a little adventure. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be hilarious. And then stupid yeah. Tucker gets hurt. And I, I was so disappointed. I really wanted to see, like, oh boy, we, this is going to be fun. I want to see where Dozovich is taking us. Yeah, we should have seen the meats. You know, yeah. I think that really would have made it a more tragic story to know, like, some beautiful cuts of meat were going to waste, you know. Right. Um, like, they should have made it, like, that's that's his spinach. Uh, and, and his <laughs> steaks were stolen, and then that's why they lost the match. <laughs> are we are we to believe that Tucker was injured by the Mighty, or he just, like, he had, a like, a weightlifting mishap? Um... Because we came back in and he was just covered in chains or something. I don't, I don't really know. What was he doing in there? Yeah, I, I don't know why the chains, you know, if he was lifting those chains. <laughs> I, I hope that didn't take him out. <laughs> those, those look pretty light. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the Mighty took him out, but I, it, it would be kind of funny if uh, I was just a little little too many chains. That, that was... I just... He didn't have a stake! That's why. Yeah, I, I, I just. It would have been cool if there was still like a frozen steak, and he could have tried to ice Tucker, you know, with the frozen <laughs> steak. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Here's what I'm. Uh, if if it wasn't the mighty, I, I just hope they're not doing that Big Cass and Enzo rehash, um, where Big Cass was like taking a nap, so then he could sabotage Enzo. Um, yeah. The only benefit of that would it would it would mean my my buddy Dozovich would be getting a singles run for a little while. Um, which I, I would be upset about. I'd like to see him win the North American title. I'm coming. Oh, he is like <laughs> he's a year away from contending for the tag titles. I think <laughs> you got some waiting to do. He's I want you be... to know. I want you to know that when I saw Dozovich coming out by himself and the the trucks truck yeah. theme was playing. Yeah. I started uh, honking the horn in my living room. I was going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I love that guy. He cracks me up. Uh, I don't know what the ceiling for him is, if he's gonna be like a Fandango or a Tyler Breeze, but I, I hope he gets I hope he gets a, a pretty nice payday because I, I love his charisma, I love the caterpillar, I love the catchphrase, I love the stakes. I'm in. I'm invested. I'm a, uh, I'm, if they get a cool T-shirt, I'm in. <laughs> All right. I, I, I hope you're I hope you're listening. WWE remarketing. Yep. Dozovich T-shirts. Dozovich T-shirts. They, they've been listening. Uh, I think you've got the extent of where Dozovich's character is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you we'll we'll give you singles competition for Dozovich and a handicap match. <laughs> That's gonna be his thing. I think he's just gonna be in handicap matches for the rest of his career. Um, Mike, I'm gonna. It's gonna be like the Great Khali. <laughs> I'm gonna request that I get a pee break real quick. Uh, I'm gonna explode here in a minute. So I'm going to hit stop and I'm going to be right back. All right, I'm going to hit stop right now. What coming? <laughs> That's all we're going to say from now on. Well, I mean, we don't need to have listeners. We don't need an audience. We'll be fine. We're fine. Well, as long as uh, we tag Ot Otis Mike, we in, talked uh, on Twitter because he's, he's going to love this. We talk. Well, <laughs> Well, we almost talked 35 minutes here on NXT. Which is how it should yeah. be. Yeah, I, I guess. 
Um, let's talk, uh... <laughs> let's talk the big show. Just the big oh, show. Big yeah, show. big show's coming back. Let's talk uh, the Yay! main roster. And, uh, let's jump in. Big, big, big signing, Mike. Uh, the rumor is a two-year contract. Uh, actually, the latest rumor is that it isn't officially signed. Um... Because of some dispute with the contract. I don't know. Uh, Rey Mysterio, coming back. Um, the thing I want to talk about is not the fact that he's coming back. Uh, why are people excited he's coming back? Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I thought... I don't know. I thought, I thought Bailey was doing the 619 now. <laughs> why do we, why do we need him? Who's he putting over? That's what I want to know. I, I have no idea. And I don't want to see him win any championships. I don't want to see him in the main event picture. I, I don't get it. I, I don't think they needed to sign Rey Mysterio outside of, well, we're going to put him on the cover of, you know, WWE 2K. So, or he's, you know, he's the downloadable content. So we should probably have him on the roster. Like... Well, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry too much about him, like, you know, beating AJ clean at SummerSlam, and he's certainly not going to be fighting Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you be that upset if you went on two hundred five live? No. And help get some of those guys over. I think that that wouldn't be a terrible idea. No, that that's a pretty good idea. I was actually going to say I, I I heard some of the rumors are that he he actually just might be like the next. Uh, you know, GM for one of the brands, or uh, you know, or taking over on on two hundred five live, which which would be cool because I think uh, Rockstar Spud would like to eventually get back in the ring. I I I'd assume. Yeah. Oh, I sorry, mean, taking a sip of coffee there, but um, yeah, I, yeah, me too. <laughs> that was some bad dead air yep. there. Very. very... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess it just goes to the point, too. Like, uh, you know, we both took a sip of coffee because I wanted to talk about Rey Mysterio coming back, but really, that, that's that's the long and short of it. I, I, I don't want to see him come back, come back in a major role on, on the main fighting roster, and uh, I'm really hoping that this is just, you know, he's going to be a GM. We recognize that the last few times we saw him come back, it takes a lot of effort to make Rey Mysterio look good. And um, I'm not. I know, I know you're super critical of him, but uh, like when he came back at the Royal Rumble, I, I I popped. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't. And I like that I when they anger. did that. The uh, oh my god, the three on three spot uh, with the vets versus uh, well, they're technically the young guys, but all the young guys are like 35 and over. Uh, so <laughs> it was just because they were, you know, on indie wrestling instead of WWE for a long time. But um, I don't have an issue with it. I, if he wins gold and he's like carrying it around for a while, I think that would be a little, a little bizarre. Because I feel like we've, I feel like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. as far as adding legitimacy, like they've given the the belt to AJ, whose gimmick is he's the best wrestler. And Brock, who's the best fighter. Yeah. I don't think that there's really room for, you know, 40-year-old Rey Mysterio to be holding that. So, as long as he's not holding the championship and you can kind of use his uh, cachet to, you know, elevate some somebody on the roster, I, I, I don't have a huge deal with it. I guess, um, I'll, let me throw this at you. Uh, like, 
part of my deal is if he's in any match now, I'm just going to be rooting for him to, to lose. Like, if he feuds with Elias, which I think would be perfect. You know, Rey Mysterio comes back, and then you hear the guitar strum. And then Elias comes out and wants to sing a song about how old Rey Mysterio is. If they mm-hmm. go to a pay-per-view with that match, and Rey Mysterio beats Elias, I'm going to be so mad! Like, that's that's kind of my problem with Rey Mysterio coming back, is either we either he has to lose a lot, um, or I'm just going to be furious, in which case... I'm. That's where the question comes up. Why? Why is he coming back? I. I, I don't think people are gonna. I don't think the casual fans gonna tune in because Rey Mysterio is coming back. I don't think that even makes you know ESPN's headlines whenever they write about wrestling. Right. I mean, it'll it'll make the headline, but it's not gonna be you know how they talk about Ronda Rousey and things like that. I just, yeah. I guess that's that's where my thought comes in. I mean, what, what, you're right. He's not going to hold gold, and that, that should calm me down a little bit. Um, but, I don't know. I, and if he's not fighting Elias and building up a guy like that, then, uh, like, what a big old stinky fart it's going to be if he's feuding with Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship <laughs> on SmackDown. Like, oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Ugh, gross. Yeah, I, I think the only mysterious, the only mysterious thing about this is <laughs> why now? I mean, we have a huge, like, robust roster. Um, I mean, we just started getting Sanity back on TV. I know. Um, There's no room. They left NXT for months, um, and they. <laughs> Now we're going to try and, like, wedge Rey Mysterio into this somehow? Yeah. The other thing, too, is I don't I don't think we we are wanting for another superstar who can't really cut a promo. We we have that. We have that in, in spades. We have tons of people who don't know how to talk. So now we're going to have this guy come in, and he's... You know, he, part of the, the, the Lucha mystique is that you, you know, you don't really expose who you are. You know, you wear the mask and you're, you know, like a superhero. Yeah. You, this is your identity. So, I, I don't know. I mean, we have enough characters who don't know how to use a microphone. Um, so, I don't know why we're adding another one into the fold, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to have another silent, you know, silent face. I can't believe Ray's going to be a bad guy. I mean... How are you gonna have a bad guy when he's like five feet tall? Well, um, he's he's a natural underdog just from looking at him. So I think the obvious choice is gonna be him and Bobby Lashley, just so I can hear Bobby go, "Listen here, Ray, you're listen here, Ray, little, and I'm big. (laughs) We are different, you and I. Don't make fun of my sisters, Ray." Roman, you and I are not going to be on the same team come this pay-per-view, I say. Friends. Friends. <laughs> smiles. Oops, I was just supposed to smile. I love that Roman <laughs> Roman like shits on Bobby Lashley's smile, and then that makes him smile. What are you going to do? Just come out here and do your dumb fake smile? 
Yes, I am. <laughs> Listen here, Roman. <laughs> Roman, you're not listening. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want, like, Roman doesn't really need to do much. Like, Bob can just bury himself. <laughs> but I just want Roman to just say, Jesus, Bob. <laughs> and I thought my jokes were <laughs> Poor Bob. I think if I think if the goal was okay, we gotta we have to get Roman over. All right, kids love him. Who who, who is worse on the microphone? <laughs> they gotta be credible. Oh man. Oh, Bobby Lashley's a free agent. Really? Oh God. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait. really? <laughs> oh my God, he's horrible. Yes, get him. All right. <laughs> well, how how long till Brock Lesnar comes back? We only need the contract that long. <laughs> They, you know, you know, we were patting on the back uh, earlier, uh, the casting director for Glow, when they found that guy with the porn stash and the, the curly hair and, like, the uh, skin-tight T-shirt uh, to be a former porno cameraman. If somebody said, Did we talk you know, about got to get show? Roman over, I don't, I think that was just a pre-show yeah, I thing, think... but <laughs> we want to give credit to that casting director of Glow on Netflix, yeah, there you right? Go. If that same person... <laughs> said we gotta find a foil for roman they did it <laughs> i love that there's people i probably joined to watch about? glow <laughs> what the f- just assume assume that there's a fly in the room man oh man man that fly i love that that piece um well uh, i will <laughs> say since- <laughs> good segue there brothers of discussion <laughs> <laughs> Since we brought up Roman and Bobby, uh, and Bob. Uh, Bob. Um, I mean, like, my, my show notes for the main event and universal title picture, it, I just wrote it dumb. Uh, is, I mean, what the, what the fuck is going on? I, I feel like every article I've written in the last, uh, month has had some portion of it shit all over Brock Lesnar. And mentioned how, oh, maybe this guy could take the title. Like, i that's all I do is just hope for that moment that the title leaves Brock Lesnar's shoulder or we just get rid of it altogether. Like, uh, we're just going to deprecate the universal title? Yeah, what difference would it make? <laughs> I think Seth Rollins doing pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, like, to the point that they had a... Um, a number one contender match set up, and then right. Lesnar's people or Lesnar himself vetoed it because he's not gonna go to SummerSlam. What the? F- what? Just take the title away. You've done it before. It's fine. Just act like Brock never existed. <laughs> Have him come back. You know, at WrestleMania. I never lost the title. Write that in. That's fine. Yeah. Have it be a mid-card main event, and that's the last we ever see of Brock Lesnar. It's it's fine. You get you know you you can spend your money, uh, unfortunately unwisely uh, on on Brock, and yeah. I, I just I, I don't I don't know the guy if if it really is Brock that's vetoing you know ma- uh, number one contender matches and he's just never going to show up again to Raw or defend the title again I, I just i don't know i don't know why you bend over backwards for that and the storyline's not that great 
Is it really just Roman <laughs> every, has you know to what? be the guy? Every, it seems like once a podcast we 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 bring this up. I'm 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 ready. I don't care. Just give it to Roman. I'm fine. Yeah. Let at least he's on TV. That's fine. Um, I I don't get. I, are you really getting the crowd reactions that you want? Because now you're just getting people booing because they're like, this guy's not even our. He's not like we used to have Hogan every week, and even if he wasn't wrestling, you know, he would still come out and cut a promo. He'd do that in WCW, and he was a bad guy. You know, he had, you know, Michaels, Undertaker were there. I mean. Ric Flair was there taunting people. How do you just not have the guy show up? I can't... Like, people are just... They just have to be fed up. This is... It's... You know, the last couple pay-per-views, we've seen people just kind of, you know, rolling their eyes and, uh-huh. you know, waiting for it to end. This is awful chance. Um, I, I, does he sell that much? Does he sell that many tickets? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's... Like, they've already... like someone's got to give them a lesson in like economics and uh she did she ate her breakfast too sorry we're our cat's sick so we're making sure she's okay well she's probably sick of brock lesnar holding the universal title i mean sorry (laughs) if there's one thing we need to turn this cat around it's a new championship on monday night raw Thea could just shit out a new universal title. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm sorry. I got really distracted there. When when your cat's sick, it becomes your number one priority to make sure she gets better. Um, holy shit. Oh my god. What the hell are we talking about? Uh, Brock Lesnar, universal title. I think we're I think we're ready for him to. Yeah, let's just title. Let's removed. just the title needs to go. Oh, right, I remember. Uh, you've gone this far with uh, doing the Roman Reigns, finally beating Brock Lesnar eventually. Um, but, you know, just, just like with any asset you, you pick up, if it's failing you, even though you're going to lose money, you still got to drop that asset. Like, you, you've already spent the funds, so the funds are gone. Like, that, that yeah. was the, the economics lesson that the WWE needs to learn. At this point, you got to just start writing a new story because you can't just give Roman Reigns, you know, Bob for the next uh, however many pay-per-views. But, you know what, uh, I, honestly, we've probably talked about this too long because it doesn't deserve our attention. Because we, no. we should just, really what we should do is say... Here's the most important things to talk about in the WWE, and don't even bring up Roman Reigns. Um, but I did yeah, it, and I ruined it. I mean, it. you know what? I, f- I forgot that Braun Strowman won the briefcase. Yeah, we can actually talk about that. We haven't talked about that in three weeks. Braun Strowman won Money in the Bank, <laughs> and they keep finding creative ways for him to destroy things and people. Um, I hope. Did you get to see him throw yeah. uh, Kevin Owens, who's hiding in a porta john, um, off the side of the? The entrance ramp. I want to break the fourth wall. Um, what, was he? Do you think he was actually in that when it crashed? Because they went a long time between opening up the the portageon and then Kevin laying there covered in blue stuff. Uh, well, 
I feel like Kevin Owens probably would have signed on to get knocked off of the stage. I mean, he's a guy who's already plummeted, you know, almost two stories off a ladder to try and kill Braun Strowman. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think he'd have a big beef with getting, um, you know, bum rushed off the stage um, and covered in blue poo poo liquid. Because <laughs> um, he's a smart man, he knows how to make money, so he knows how to, you know, do these crazy Mick Foley stunts. So, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I hear you. I, I think personally, in his own like wrestling morals, he would say, "No, I, I'm going to take the bump. That's fine." I. I'm not sure why they dragged it out so much. I, I get why you're bringing that um, into question, but I feel like Kevin Owens, the man, would be like, oh, no, go ahead, put me right in there. I'll take a bump right into the toilet. You know, <laughs> He wouldn't care at all. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a good impression of Kevin. Um, hey, Vince, Vince, if you want to take a big shit right on me on the stage, I won't have a problem. You know, <laughs> But isn't that... He's there for the business. Isn't that, he doesn't care. Isn't that such a great lesson, though, on how to do a non-title feud? Like, those yeah. two guys are having so much fun right now. And... I also like doing that voice. It's just fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I just... Braun somehow has to... You gotta remember how... how how strong he is you got to remember he's got the money in the bank because if you forget i just i don't know that if you know it feels like a waste to even have that pay-per-view because we could be waiting forever for brock to come back so it's just that that feud even though it i think in the grand scheme is going to mean um you know what no i i was going to say it means very little but i actually i don't i actually don't believe that i think it some way kevin owens is going to get the title from Braun Strowman. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just think it's going to happen. And then they're going to feud even longer. Like, I, it just feels like somehow once Braun gets that title, Kevin Owens is going to take it from him. I, I don't know how. I can't plot out a nice little fantasy booking for it. But there's already, like, the rumor. You know how they, they, uh, they try and sell a show, like, six months in the future? And they're like, here's who's going to be booked. And they have, like, yeah. those silly ads that really never come to fruition. But then yeah. they the, the advertisement was Kevin Owens holding the title facing Braun Strowman. And I went, oh, that, that could actually happen. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that, that's going to be you know, Kevin holding the universal title. He's a good guy to hold it over the fall. And then, uh, you know, Braun Strowman and him feuding for three months and Kevin Owens running away from Braun and holding out, you know, doing the chase. I think that would be yeah. brilliant. But uh, I don't know. Well, I think that would be uh, that would be a real feat for Kevin. Um, if only because... Does that mean that Kevin would be a, a face? No! Because he's fighting Braun Strowman. Like... You're gonna you're gonna try and do that. You know, we saw it with Nia Jax. You know, where like the biggest person in the company is gonna be the the babyface who can't overcome the odds. Uh, I I think that's you know I mean? easy. I think you just you do the the chicken shit heel, and he he cheats, and maybe he'll get you know like a Chris Jericho back in his corner or something like that. Uh, it's it's possible. I I just I just like this idea of Kevin Owens. You know, getting the feud with the you know the. The highest guy on the roster right now, who is who is Braun Strowman, and just—I I mean, he gets on stage at a Shania Twain, right? Shania Twain concert, yeah. and that's—you know—he goes up there and he talks about fighting 
Braun Strowman. I mean, it was it was so much fun. Uh huh. That, that guy is 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 doing so good at being a pro. I I, I mean, we should have never doubted him. I mean, he became a name in uh, in Ring of Honor before Ring of Honor even had TV contracts like it does now. Um, yeah. And it's just this guy is he's wrestling gold. We should celebrate him. It's not as fun to talk about what a great feud this is. Um, <laughs> you know, like, it is fun to talk about how, how dumb Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley is. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think we both appreciate it uh, to the deal, uh, uh, to the extent that it deserves. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I think I think we've said enough. I think it's time to move on. The other winner, the Money in the Bank, um, I, I think this will be an interesting conversation. Alexa Bliss, uh, one, cashed in the same night. Uh, gives Ronda Rousey her month off to get inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> I think the most... Uh, I, I, I don't think anyone was really surprised when Alexa won. Um, you know, people are like, yay, Becky! But they're uh, not really making her a priority. Um, they kind of like having the bad guy, bad girls. Bad girls. The bad women hold the, uh, you know, the belt. So uh, that's one thing, right? Yeah. I think what was cool about that night was Ronda in her first real singles match, which is absurd that her first singles match was for the championship, but she held her own. Um, And I would say it was one of the better matches of the card. Um, Maybe I I was captivated. Um, I liked all her, you know, feats of strength. I liked uh, the way Nia helped put her over. Um... It totally makes sense that she, you know, doesn't get to actually win the belt outright. That, you know, she shouldn't. Um, I'm pumped for that SummerSlam uh, match. So I know you want to touch on Alexa, but it wasn't a shock for me. I, I think, um, as far as a lack of surprise, it's okay. I think it's something that I'm satisfied with. Like I, Alexa should be carrying that division because she's the best one um, as far as promos go. Um, yeah, and you kind of you kind of get to you know restart with the 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 real the real queen of Monday Night Raw, um, you know being the um, you know the face of the company, the heel face of the company, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, that, and that was that was the perfect time to like like you give Rousey that chance to good, show up. It was off. just good booking. Yeah, it was yeah. it was so it, it was great. It, it was the 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 best way to book that match because. I, I think Nia Jax proved that even though I said she should be, you know, she should win the title, I think she proved in the last couple months that there isn't enough depth to her character to keep, to keep, you know, to have her hold on to the title. Like, she's good for the chase, um, but they need to add more depth uh, to that character. There needs to be something else. Either that or just make her an unstoppable force, and that's, that's what helps her win the title. Either way... Uh, she kind of proved that what they were, the direction they were going in, needed needed to change. And Alexa getting the title is the best way to do that. But that was also a great way for Ronda Rousey to show off what she can do and not give her the title. And now, yeah. you know, your SummerSlam match uh, is going to be built up to uh, epic proportions, as we put in the int- our new intro here on the show. Um, <laughs> think about how great it's going to be to have Alexa Bliss uh, being, you know, her snotty self. Uh, after she beats Nia next Sunday, uh, and, and taunting Ronda Rousey, and, and someone who, I, I, on a video that was that just came up online, Ronda's doing great 
work in the ring. Um, I mean, even yeah. a night a night after she gets inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame, she's doing a WWE live show. So yeah. as much as much as we want to give her shit for uh, you know, oh she's suspended for thirty days, what a turd. She's actually still doing live shows. So she's doing the work. And the video I just saw last night, she looked amazing. She was kicking the shit out of Nijax. And uh, it's like she's really getting a good uh, rhythm going with her punches and her knee strikes, where she actually is climbing up uh, Nia Jax's girth to knee her in the face. And it was just, I was oh, wow. like, holy shit. And it's all smooth. <laughs> it was um, yeah. left and right um, doing body work and then climbing up Nia Jax to knee her in the face. And it was all just, you know, in five seconds, boom, knocks, you know, knocks her down. Wow. It, it looks so good. But, you know, that's that's the way to do this. On, on TV, Ronda Rousey's still in the main event picture, and now she gets to go to live shows and keep building up, you know, her, uh, her experience and singles matches and, and figure out what moves are actually going to work. You know, it's like it's like she's building her tight ten. Um, and, and I think, yeah. I think she's doing a pretty good job of that. And if it's going to be about her getting experience with, with promo work, nobody yeah. better on, on the, the uh, on easily on the women's division, Alexa Bliss is the, the queen, uh, but almost on the entire roster, does anybody do as good a job as Alexa Bliss? I, it's, it'd be tough. It'd be Kevin Owens. Easily, uh, yeah, is up Kevin. there. Uh, but you know, Alexa is 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 right there. You know, there, there's nothing saying as a women, uh, you know, as one of the women competitors, that's where she's at the top. No, I mean she is up there with Kevin Owens. She does that good of a job that she can sell any one of her feuds, any feud with anybody on the roster. Uh, but that that to me, I don't get. Some people were complaining about Alexa grabbing the title. I think that was easily the best way to go. And I think, uh, you know, Ronda doesn't want to see herself in the ring. Uh, her character shouldn't be beating someone like Charlotte or Becky Lynch for the title. I think if we're eventually seeing the movement of Ronda holding the Raw women's title, which, yeah. just get prepared for it, wrestling fans. She should be beating Alexa Bliss and not Charlotte. Because Charlotte and Asuka and Becky Lynch, that is supposed to be the best of the best. Right? I'm... I'm, I'm I, I feel like that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, so as long as it's still Alexa Bliss, whose character is more, you know, as, as we just said, she's she's the promo girl. She doesn't get to show off all of her, her moveset because she's a heel. So what's funny is if you go on Twitter, people actually are like, wow, Alexa Bliss, she shouldn't be champion. She can't even wrestle. She doesn't get to do her moveset because she's a heel, you fucking idiots. Um, but that's that's just it. <laughs> You get to tell yourself yeah. in your head that she doesn't have a huge move set. So if Ronda Rousey's going to beat anybody for a title, have it be little tiny Alexa Bliss. It's it's perfect yeah. to me. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything to it. No, I think I think you pretty much touched on all of it. Um, right. I was I was proud of the booking. I'm not. I wouldn't have it any other way right now. Um, you give the belt to the person most deserving, and it's Alexa Bliss. And then, uh, um, oh. The, oh no! Uh, I was gonna say, uh, mo moving on uh, to to uh, to SmackDown, we've got. Uh, I don't know. There, I don't know if there's a lot to say here outside of 
uh, how great it is for Rusev, but AJ finally ends the feud with Nakamura. Nakamura and Jeff Hardy going at it. I, I'm i not getting a lot from that. I, I mean, I'm going to like the match because I like Nakamura. And uh, as long as Jeff Hardy's not drunk or high, it should be a good <laughs> should be a good fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it kind of stinks for Nakamura. I really, I really thought that he was going to get a few days with the the championship, but yeah, um, it's kind of weird. I don't know. I guess I guess Vince is just not uh, not feeling it. It's um, you know, and it, it comes down to uh, the. Uh, the way that you you have to hold the title and communicate to the fans. Not that AJ is the best on the mic, but I and I I just we're just we're just talking reality, you know. At least I wonder if we're just waiting until like they sell the video game because AJ's on the cover, you know. So you don't want him holding the title in the promos and then he you know has to lose it the next day to Shinsuke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh-oh. <laughs> So probably come November, Nakamura will take the title at Survivor Series or something. But for SmackDown, um, the singles feuds are okay. Like, you know, I'm happy for Rusev getting a title match. It's um, it's hard to get super enthused about it because there's there's no way if Nakamura is not beating AJ that you know our buddy Rusev. I, I don't know if he has a really a snowball's chance in you know fiery hell or <laughs> you know. A hot cup of tea and cold hell. I don't know. There's two different hells, so if it's... I don't know. I never liked that analogy. But um, I feel, you know, what has a lot of hope is uh, the tag team division. For um, SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers have been uh, kicking it old school, you know, uh, kicking skulls in. Um, the Usos are still on a hot hot streak here. I like their, their promo work. Um, they're definitely changing and evolving a little bit, too. Um... You know, they were the colorful clowns, and then they were, like, jerks. You know, just, you know, wearing black clothes. Yeah. And, you know, dark grays, stuff like that. Ooh, so penitentiary. And now they're just... Yeah. And now they're just kind of these uh, self-aware guys. Like, really good wrestlers, so we don't need that stuff anymore. So it's not it's not heelish anymore. Now it's kind of that middle ground. Yeah. Um, but... You know the one group now who's who they're no longer on milk cartons. Uh, they uh, allegedly got drafted to SmackDown, and I'm talking about Sanity. Yeah. Um, they've actually been on TV. By God. Um. And they they look pretty good doing it. Um. We actually got to see an Eric Young showcase on SmackDown. Um. I I have to think that Vince McMahon was was sick that night, and somebody else got to book <laughs> uh, book the TV matches. <laughs> what is he doing? He should be doing. Dark matches yeah, of anything. Vince, Vince uh, probably went on his his June vacation, uh, as he likes to, <laughs> he likes to do. And they were like, "Wait, we we still have Sanity, right? They're still available for writing." All right, yeah, get him out like, there. I like I like those guys. Let's put them on. <laughs> yeah. Somebody behind the scenes got fired after that week. But, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, I, I will say it's it's tough to to look at that team and figure out where this goes because. I, I guess, I don't know. I I think I think it's just weird to have two kind of disheveled teams like Bludgeon Brothers and Sanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, um, just kind of look unkept. I know they're different characters, but they both look kind of you know, uh, kind of scraggly and scruffy looking. Yeah. Like nerf herders. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, but I love Eric Young. Um, I love his uh his like his trademark grunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like it's so rusty. You know what uh-huh. I mean? No, I, I, it's it. It is. It, it was so refreshing to actually see them finally in the ring, and I, I, I. You always love to see. Like guys like that coming out, and everything looked pretty smooth. Like it, it, it looked like it, it was all coming together. It wasn't. It wasn't just like these guys are good on the mic, um, but they're you know they have they have an interesting. Uh, character it was something that we'd been begging for it's so interesting they are we couldn't wait for them to show up but then uh damn it all the hell if i'm excited to see like, that, technically that sound. i like their uh yeah i like seeing them invade uh, the pancake celebration for the holiday yeah um i'm really excited too to see biggie versus kelly and dane when they finally have that three on three payoff match um i think that's gonna be pretty fun um and we talked about it for a while when Sanity was still on NXT, how Eric Young should definitely be, like, the next, you know, uh, William Regal type, you know, where he's coaching and he's, you know, training people, um, you know, somebody you can look look to, because uh, he, he just does it all. Um, he's never going to be, you know, like your top headliner guy. You know, he's not going to be a main eventer like Otis Dozovich will be. <laughs> uh, all right. I tried to say it without, without laughing, but... <laughs> But come in. Um, I mean, I'm coming. Hey. Um, but yeah, I'm coming <laughs> with my meat. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I, li- I like Young on the on the division. I don't know if they're ever gonna win tag team gold. They don't really have to. They just have to, you know, wreck havoc for a little while. Um, and we had a, uh, you know, I think they are kind of already alluding that you know they want Killian Dane to. You know, participate by himself eventually in the future. You know, he got to be in the Royal Rumble, um, or it was that Andre the Giant um, Memorial Battle Royal thing, and um, you know, he got to be in those uh, that uh, that North American Championship match. Um, but yeah, let him let him kind of muck it up with Eric Young for a while. Yeah. Feud with the New Day. Um, let the let the WWE faithful get get an eye full of these guys, you know, if they haven't really been paying attention to NXT. I, I think they're gonna be in for a treat. I like I like Sanity's gimmick, Eric Young's a nutball on the mic. I like his style. Um it's it's been a long time coming and it's it's something that makes me want to watch that program. Well we'll say uh we talked about the SmackDown tag division and uh there's a new tag team in town. Or an old one. Ooh. ooh. Uh I think you forgot to mention Team Hell no? Oh, those guys? Yeah. yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. I, I know you hated that. I didn't, I, I didn't forget. I, I wanted to talk about Sandy. I absolutely <laughs> love... Like, that was the biggest pop I think Kane's ever gotten in his entire career. Um, is coming out to save Daniel Bryan with the Bludgeon Brothers fighting him. Uh, I just... Like, I thought... I don't know. I, I know you hated it. I, I thought it was so cool. I was so excited. Like... I, I didn't know what they were going to okay. do. I, I, I was kind of like, well, Bludgeon Brothers are beating up Daniel Bryan. They're not yeah. really going to do, like, Daniel joins the Bludgeon Brothers like they did, you know, when it, when it was the Wyatt. Do a rehash of uh, right. the Wyatt family. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I mean, that went through everyone's head. If you go on the Wrestling Wire, uh, go back to that week, that's what everybody was like, well, where the hell does this go? And then, uh, damn it all, if they didn't surprise... I mean, maybe I was the only one that was surprised, and that's why I popped so hard. But I, Kane came out, and I was like, ah, "Oh my god!" 
Because we love Kane. Kane's are I mean, we're the we're the brothers I, of discussion as an homage to the you know the brothers of destruction. I know. I still pick Kane to win the Royal Rumble every year. Yeah, um, it's, it was. <laughs> and like, I I don't. That's the thing is I don't know where this is going, and uh, I I wonder if Daniel Bryan hinted at it this past week where Kane said, "You're like a brother to me," and then Daniel Bryan goes, no "Discussion." No. <laughs> well, now you ruined it. Um, and, then, and then Daniel Bryan goes, "You burned your brother. <laughs> like you let your brother yeah. fuck." <laughs> I like that. That was such a great line uh, for Daniel Bryan to come back with. But uh, you know, I, I don't know if this goes down the road of of Kane and Daniel Bryan eventually finishing their feud. That um, you know, a feud that that ended because Daniel Bryan's uh, head and neck were having problems. Uh, so I. I, I don't think them winning the titles is the best route to go, because like you said, there's so much going on in this tag division. You don't really need Kane and Daniel Bryan to win. Uh, yeah. Because it's going, it's going, it's, 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 it's running right down the tracks as, as smooth as possible uh, with everybody else. So I wonder if this is turning into uh, a feud. Uh, Kane's going to turn on Daniel Bryan, because I... I really don't see any other way for this to finish because you're not just going to have the, the the Bludgeon Brothers just take them down, and then that's it. Yeah, I uh, I think that's the only only questionable thing for me. I, I love watching those two in the ring. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Kane is a. I'm sorry, Kane and <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, it just feels. I don't know if we're just doing a Daniel Bryan greatest hits for a while. Maybe. Um, uh, with his with his contract. Uh, you know, kind of being up in the air here, coming up this fall. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's another distraction to keep him away from AJ Styles for another, you know, month or two. Yeah, and it, um, this could have been too. Like, was was Big Cass supposed to go on for another month? We don't know. Um, we'll never know. Big Cass is gone, so the uh, end zone Big Cass done. <laughs> so maybe, I mean, it, it, the, the way that this got built, it doesn't look like. They were like, well, all right, so Big Cass is getting fired in June, uh, and then we'll have Kane come in and <laughs> fight with Daniel do the, Bryan. Uh, yeah, they'll be buddies for one pay-per-view, and then uh, we'll do the <laughs> same exact storyline we were going to do. Because right. um, that's the other thing, too, is I uh, before Kane came back, I thought for sure that we were going to see Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam for funsies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now that I, I still don't even know who AJ Styles is going to fight. Um, I don't know. We, we've got a lot of questions, which is good. Because when we know too much, then Roman Wayne Reigns is the main eventer. And it's all, you know, then he fights Bobby Lashley because eventually he has to win the title. So when we don't know what's supposed to happen, this is good for pro wrestling. Oh, and we, oh my God. I, it sounds like we're wrapping up, but holy shit. We didn't even talk about the best thing going on on Monday Night Raw right now. The thing that I called two months ago. Well, we had a big show. Let's wrap it up. All right, well, thanks for listening to Brothers of Discussion. No! Uh, it sounds like Matt's all set. What? What? Is there something else, Matt? There, there can't be anything else. That's it. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I knew it. I said... Drew? That was Drew the most McIntyre has underrated driven a, a claymore of love into Matt's heart. <laughs> yeah. 
That was the most underrated move in the Superstar Shake-Up. It happened. I feel like it, it was just completely glot. Like, everybody was just like, ah, who cares? They're just a couple of losers. They lose all the time. And I said, nay, yeah. nay, nay. They, they you put them on a winning streak. They become a couple of dominant heels, which is a very tough character to write. We've already talked about that in the show. Make them dominant heels, and you have a formidable opponent. Now, now for Seth Rollins and... Drew McIntyre, if he's not being built as the next guy to fight Roman Reigns, or even possibly Brock Lesnar, or Braun Strowman, I I have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, damn it all, if that tag team hasn't done exactly what they needed to do, if those writers did not build these guys up now um, for the last couple months, uh, I mean, we're talking uh, April, May, and June now, and we're going into July... I, I don't know how Dolph Ziggler doesn't win the Iron Man match. I think Seth Rollins is awesome. I think we all know how fantastic he is. But Dolph has got to win that Iron Man match. I, I just think this tag team needs to keep going higher and higher. This this is this is one of the best storylines going on in wrestling. Is the buildup of wow. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. You heard it here. And I Dolph is better than Chomper, ignore the, Matt just Ignore said. the fact wow. that I am one of the biggest Dolph Ziggler fans in the world. Just ignore it. Just forget that. Throw that away. That is not... How many times have you watched that 2012 cash-in video? I'm watching it right now. And... <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I'm telling you. Like, this is our save. This is the save for uh, having to go through Roman Reigns for months. Uh, this is gonna make uh, Seth Rollins, you know, like how how could he possibly lose the IC title and get back into the main event picture? This is it. Dolph Ziggler takes think over. Think about that commentary. Uh, Michael Cole, uh, he's about to win him a championship tonight. Remember JBL? And then uh, Michael Cole, you know, calling uh, Dolph trudging into the corner. Nobody home. And then he locks in the armbar. You know. Yeah. And uh, AJ Lee were in yep. there. Man, I mean, that was a cool moment. Like Dolph, you know, they they've proved that they can actually write Dolph to, to do some good work. And I, uh, like his his talent can equal greatness. His talent in the ring. I, I know he struggles on the mic, uh, but man, Drew McIntyre is such a perfect pair with him because Drew McIntyre, yeah. man, that guy could sell me uh, a ketchup flavored popsicle with that voice. Holy shit! Like him. Him telling Roman Reigns, like, man, you you fucked up, but he does it in that accent. Whew! Yeah. Man, that is, is hot. <laughs> He's taking his jacket off. Holy shit. <laughs> that, that Drew McIntyre is, is like, when he was in 3MB. Is, you, he's so good. You've questioned your sexual identity and your marriage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, emphatically, yes. Um... <laughs> That, I'm, I mean, am I wrong? Like, that guy's voice, it doesn't matter what he says, as long as it's evil or, like, heelish and badass, he can say yeah. whatever the hell he wants. Like, I, I just, it's it's so perfect for Dolph because he is the exact opposite. They've tried giving him amazing storylines. 
you know, fighting with the Miz, of all people, and that still falls off flat. But yeah. <laughs> with Drew McIntyre out there with them, I mean, basically, I mean, we're watching a modern Shawn Michaels and Diesel get started here. I, I just, I, it's perfect. Uh, and I, I, whoever is not a fan of this, I don't, I don't understand it because as, I don't. As long it. as it's these two stupid. guys continue I'm on really this role for that Iron Man match. Yeah. Um, that's I kind of like the cool little Instagram plugs too, where they they list out like the longest uh, matches that the two have ever oh, had. Oh man, and, yeah. You know, Dolph's was his Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Um, was that in thirteen? 13 or 14 when it was him and Jer- yeah. him and Jericho I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Rollins, you know what he did at Monday Night Raw when he had that monster gauntlet match. Which uh, um, I will say Dolph was a continuous match and Rollins had time for entrances and so it's not a straight God. 60 minutes. Dolph had, Dolph had time for rumble naps. It's not a straight 60 minutes. <laughs> Dolph's match rumble, was ongoing. Rumble naps. Seth Rollins was uh, had, and had Dolph's intervals. His, his, so those in are, between rumble naps. Those, it, uh, it was only like thirty-five are, minutes. Separate matches. Rollins was in there for sixty-nine minutes. Come Se- sixty-nine. Separate. Come separate on, matches. Michael. Does separate matches? He gonna win us a championship tonight. <laughs> well, I, I, well, that was my my, my big thing. I, I feel like you got a love letter to Drew McIntyre. You gotta I, you gotta get ready for your your vacation. Um, Velveteen dream. Oh, actually, one last thing before before we end the show. How many love letters do you have left, Matt? Jesus. Uh, Kenny Omega Jesus, Bob. is coming to the WWE. Oh, for Christ's sake. I don't care what anybody says. When he goes, when he... Uh, when, he can't. He's an indie guy. He can't. I, I love when people say... I. You know, I'm not going to be a Kenny Omega fan. Why would fan Kenny Omega want w- a yacht and a and a fuck sandwich for breakfast every day? Of course, he wants to sign with WWE. But like, why wouldn't? Can you imagine a yacht and a fuck sandwich every morning? <laughs> but every morning, a, a fresh fuck sandwich. That's what he's going to eat. <laughs> even 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 worse are the wrestling fans that say they don't want to see him in the WWE. But why? Why? The- why, Why the fuck don't you want to see him fight fighting Why don't you see AJ him and... on a yacht <laughs> shooting a video of a fuck sandwich on his yacht? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I who wouldn't want to watch that? It's it's the the stupid like the dumb culture of being a wrestling fan and having you one you're only a, a, a wrestling fan if you can and you know, Christ. just off the top of your head, who's won every single match and every single title and every single pay per view of every indie show? Like that's the only way you're you're a wrestling fan. But then to have this ownership of like, you know, New Japan's better than than WWE just because you know they, I don't know, I I don't even know what they say anymore about why it's better. Wrestling is like, wrestling. I, I, like, I like indie movies too. Yeah, right? but Marvel Infinity Wars was. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. So I don't I don't have a problem with WWE existing. Yeah. Um, I love Infinity Wars. I just it's okay to have it's okay to have a budget. Okay. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I I I I, I, I don't know. I, I I know you're you're trying to read some of the tea leaves 
Um, you know, that he's having interactions with WWE guys, that he's now kind of changing his tune a little bit in interviews. Like, you know, there's uh, some talented uh, professionals over there I wouldn't mind working with. Yeah. Um, where I'm sure some I'm sure somebody showed him some zeros on a on a on a potential salary and uh, he he's probably dreaming about that fuck sandwich. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm at, I'm popping over here every time you say fuck sandwich. <laughs> every every dream match is whoever he fights is an insane dream match. Um, I think my God, I'd I'd watch him fight. I don't know. Uh, who, who do I hate? I'd watch him fight Roman Reigns. You know what? That would be that would be so symbolic. You know, like the indie guy versus the WWE guy. That that would be just it would be on the on the level of like Gargano versus Thanos. Like it would just be the greatest the greatest battle you can imagine. Um. But it would have stipulations like you can't turn anyone into dust because that's not fair. You know, a no dust match or you lose. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I, I know you're reading the tea leaves. I'm. I'm not putting a lot of stock into that. Um, if it does uh, occur, you know, good for good. Good for Kenny. Yeah. Um, just a just another arena for him to conquer. Um, because you know we we've heard AJ say he doesn't want to do this for much longer if he's not an A plus um, in the ring. Um, who knows what the future holds for Daniel Bryan with his contract up in the air, and if, oof, what a get if if WWE can get Kenny Omega. Maybe this is just a negotiating tactic for him to stay in Japan and get some big dollars over there. But it'll be a treat for us. Yep. Um, we don't have we don't have a ton of easy ways to you know watch all the Japanese matches, especially when they start. Um, I don't know. It's like for him, I, I get it. You know, you want to. You want to be true to your your morals, um, as far as siding with the you know the big corporation. But man, that it's got big money written all over it. If if Kenny changes his mind, yeah, and and, and you know everybody's got to remember too. Like, oh, uh, don't forget the other um, clue in the tea leaves. Um, WWE just released um, hidden footage of Omega on the WWE network. Oh yeah, how like come on people, it's happening. Um, and, and they've got to make big splashes too. Like, uh, this will be a big splash, you know, for the, uh, for the being on the Fox network, you're not on Fox sports. You're not on Fox sports one. You're not on some Fox news. You, they all have better coverage than the NHL, Mike. WWE (laughs) programming is going to be on Fox's major network. The NHL can't sure, get past NHL. I'm, I'm pretty sure NBC ping pong sport. and bowling get better coverage yeah. than the NHL. Yeah, they do. It's not saying a whole lot. They do. But uh, just think about it. like you had they need they're going to need a big splash I think on the indie side and I can't I can't think of a name right now. But, you know, maybe maybe it's all the UFC fighters coming to the women's division eventually, but there's going to be even bigger signings over the next year. When you've got all that money, they're already going to buy... They're, they're talking uh, Evolve is going to be a WWE property officially under the umbrella before the end of the year. Mike, they've... You, you don't get all that money and you're satisfied with it and you retire. You get all that money and you make another investment. And Kenny Omega's billion-dollar contract is going to be nothing 
<laughs> with all the money they're getting from Fox. So, just, just trust, like, something huge is going to happen. I've heard the rumors of a New Japan WWE crossover. I'm telling you, you get that much money, something huge is going to happen. Just think about it. They've pretty much they've doubled the amount of money they get from TV contracts by working with Fox. Yeah. Um, I you know nobody's going to be against it. I would just yeah. you know he's he said so much about you know this is not something I'll ever want to do. So and and every know. every every business every industry you have to expand globally to continue to make money and if Japan is. A, a territory where you can't just make an NXT Japan. I think the WWE and New Japan would be more than happy <laughs> to create the ultimate wrestling business. Um, and, and if if you if you think that's all about creative, and if you think that it, it it'll have nothing to do with how business works across uh, the spectrum of every industry, you're, you're wrong. That well, these can guys happen. are independent independent contractors right <laughs> that's how they sell these guys they don't have health insurance oh you mean the, uh, the talent the yeah. talent um I, the way this guy has marketed himself uh you know along with the young bucks you know they're 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 selling merchandise and in, in hot topic insane numbers um Best best selling I, hot I, you know, topic. I wouldn't be that surprised. Ever. You know how Jericho has kind of uh, swapped over um, to Japan just just because he can, and I you know he had his uh, the roots of his career started in Japan in Mexico, so you know he wanted to get a taste. Who knows how long that's actually going to last? Yeah. You know he'll he'll eventually come back to WWE. He doesn't have a bad relationship, but it wouldn't surprise me to see Kenny Omega do kind of a, a mercenary match. Um, as far as, you know, somebody being creative, you know, saying this is just going to be a one-off, you know, Kenny Omega, you know, Japan versus the United States, you know, if he could find some way to, you know, talk Vince into that, that would be insane money yeah. for WrestleMania. Um, you'd be getting, you know, completely, complete buyouts um, in Japan and then in the U.S. for the, you know, the, the grumpy pusses who don't want to give WWE money. Um you know, almost like an all-in, mm -hmm. but, you know, including all these Japanese guys. That, that would be uh, unprecedented. Never heard of that before. Um, and if anybody can do it, it's a guy who already knows how to market himself. So I uh, hope we get an extra opportunity to see him on our TVs. Um, fingers crossed. Um, it would go against everything he said, but if he did it, no one would be upset because we'd get some really high-caliber wrestling. Um but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That was a, I think, a really good way to close out brothers of discussion this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, Matt, I think the world missed us. I'm glad you're back from your honeymoon. Congratulations. Me too. Thank you. I'm um, glad to be back, and we look forward to continuing our our weekly podcasts, and, if not more. And next week, yep. And next week we're gonna have uh, probably another hot. Otis Dozovich, handicap match to talk about because he's coming. <laughs> he's coming for you. Yeah. All right, we're going to celebrate with some steaks next week. Yeah. So, Matt, don't get uh, don't get knocked over by some chains. Okay. Yep. Uh, we're going to need both brothers next week. Steer clear of the and, chains. Uh, yeah, they're coming. <laughs> you want to throw out any... 
Do you want to throw out any uh, fuck sandwiches before we uh, sign off this week? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I think that's it. Everybody, just enjoy enjoy the week. Get ready for uh, stupid old extreme rules and. Uh, yeah, we'll try and look at that card. Uh, eh, it's a throwaway pay-per-view. <laughs> I mean, we will. We, gotta, we will, uh, but... We gotta talk about Roman and Bob. Oh, yeah! Let's go to that. We're coming! <laughs> Alright, see you next week. <laughs>